Missing in Missouri is an investigative podcast dedicated to finding as much information as we can in missing person cases and ultimately find the truth. So we're going to play the second part of this interview. We have a few announcements to make after we play this second part. So enjoy. Before they enjoy it, I just have to say, I have really enjoyed listening to it. I think you did an amazing interview. And your interview is so much better than my first interview was. Because my voice was all shaky and nervous and it just came natural to you like the it just flowed really good so i have to give you props well thank you because it was really good thank you so enjoy the second part of this interview it's amazing to be able to talk to people who knew her before she she became a part of i don't want to say became right before she got involved with with that lifestyle that world you know like and in one of your, um, I think that it was the first uh, episode of your podcast, you know, y'all said, you know, there's Sedalia, and then there's almost like the town inside of the town, you know, that area. Um, it, it almost feels separate from the rest of Sedalia. It almost feels like, you know, your own, your own space. They do things differently. You know, everything is pretty well different around there and uh and honestly you know so many so many young people get sucked in and a lot of them never leave you know and that becomes their life and um it is scary (laughs) Uh, there's a very strong drug culture um and you know it's i don't know i just i can't imagine and I hate it so much for Dana that that she didn't have a way out really I mean we offered her a way out but she she loved Mason um, I think that's really important to know is that no matter how much he hurt her physically and emotionally she loved him very much um, she would have done anything and she loved his family. She would have done anything for them. Um, and I do think that she she felt stuck. Uh, yeah, and as much as we could do to help her, it wasn't enough to be able to get her away from there. You know, it wasn't. And, and I don't know if she would have went even if we could have. But she, did, she deserved so much more. She... Especially because, you know, the hard childhood she had. Her mom, the biological mom, abandoned her. She was, I, I can't say exactly for sure. I know that it was before two years old. It may have been even before she was one, but I can't remember 100%. I do remember the entire time that she was with us, she had one picture of her mother, um, of her biological mom, uh, and she was in it. And she was on this rocking horse. Uh, in this picture, she was just real little. Uh, and she 
she really cherished that picture. She kept it close to her all the time. Um, she had really mixed feelings about her mom. But she didn't know her, you know? She she abandoned Dana and you know, left Dana's dad. And uh, he was left to to raise her and um, and I can tell that you guys were really close. I I probably know things about Dana that nobody else in this world knows. <laughs> and I bet she knows things about me that nobody else knows. <laughs> um, we, shared, we shared a room. You know, it was me and Dana and my little sister. We all we all slept in the same room. We lived in a three-bedroom house. Um, my, we have a brother. He had his own bedroom because he was the only boy. We had a girl shared a room, and we had bunk beds. And Dana slept on bottom. Samantha, the younger sister, slept on top, and I had a day bed. And it was really tight. <laughs> it, was a, it was a tight-fitting space, but we, we made it work. And, you know, Dana and I, we fought like sisters fight. We shared clothes and fought over clothes and hair products and makeup and boys. You know, we were only... Like 15 months apart, something like that. But we're fairly close in age. I'm uh, 13 months apart. Anyway, we're very close in age. And uh, we spent a lot of time together. Um, and Dana, she, you know, all she really ever wanted was to fit in and to have some normalcy in her life. Um, and I never understood that as much as I do now. I understand it now, that need for normalcy and what foster care does to a child's um, sense of self and uh, their security within themselves, you know. Uh, it really takes a very hard toll and kind of gets to where, you know, you'll get attention where you can get it you'll, you know, you're grateful for anybody who decides to care about you, whether they're good or bad. We kind of made her a target, you know? I'm sure that this has probably been difficult for you, you know, hearing about out of nowhere, there's this podcast and and we're working on this and trying to do, you know, whatever we can. And yeah, I can imagine, you know, what all comes flooding back and feelings and a lot, <laughs> uh, absolutely. Uh, last night I, I didn't sleep much, um, which I'm I'm not blaming y'all by any means. Um, it's just you know trying to remember things and and like I said before, you know you eventually get to a point where you kind of have to you don't want to forget, you never want to give up, but you kind of have to. You have to learn how to cope because life goes on. And I know for a fact that Dana wouldn't want any of us to be sitting here miserable and stuck because we don't have answers yet. She never wanted to be a burden to anybody. You know, she never wanted to be in anybody's way. She never, never intended to hurt anybody. She, she just wanted to be loved. She deserved it. She didn't want to study I've known in my life. And it just sucks so much that this is how things ended up, you know? 
I know that there's not really anything that I can say to make it any better, but we we really, we've been talking a lot the past few days, and when we first started, we had so many goals and so many plans, and we st- we still have them. We still want to find out what happened, and we still want to find her. And I think the more that we find out and the more that we know, we are still going to do everything that we can to find the truth. But ultimately, I think it's come down for us to, even if we don't know exactly what happened, if we can find her. Yeah, I agree. appreciate you opening up like this to me. It really helps to put a lot of things in perspective and kind of put more of this puzzle together. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad to do it. I'd do anything for her. I find it really strange that no one knew or nobody could tell you the name. You know, I, I find that so bizarre. I mean, I know it's been a long time ago, but I mean, that was kind of, it was a big deal at first because they flew all the way up to Georgia and, and whatnot. Um, but I, have you got to speak with any of the other doctors other than Ellen? No. Um, and it's not for a lack of trying. We did, sorry, let me correct that. <laughs> um, we, sent a message to the Dana Bruce tribute page on Facebook. Uh-huh. You know, just saying, and this is whenever we first started 
researching, and so it it was completely new to us. Um, yeah. And, you know, we didn't really know all of the connections and things at that point. Um, but we sent them a message that said, you know, this is this is what we're doing, and, you know, told them about this podcast and that we were hoping, you know, that that maybe someone could talk to us and um, just to help get get this out there. And um, they responded back with, okay, thanks, but not at this time. Oh, wow. And so um, after we had sent messages to a a lot of people, (laughs) he asked them, I guess before we had sent as many as we did, my husband had asked them, you know, just another kind of, hey, we're still looking into this. Anything that that you can tell us that would help, you know, kind of. Kind of similar to to what we sent to everybody else, you know. If there's anything you can tell us, let us know. Um, right. And and they said they didn't say anything. We didn't get a response back. And I guess a f- a few weeks later, I don't even know if it was a few weeks later. To be honest, it feels like everything's a run together. <laughs> um, right. And not not too long after that we had sent a message to someone and we're not, we're not sure who exactly this person was. Um, uh-huh. But whoever we sent a message to, we must have really hit a nerve. Oh boy. Um, because then, then we, we got a message from them uh, from the tribute page. And, oh. and they said, uh, we Dana's family have told you multiple times we are not interested. Please do not continue to contact anyone for information. And that, what I just said, is is direct from from the wow. message that they sent us. Um, and so we were honest with them. We said, you know, we're sorry if we cause anyone to be upset or bring up bad memories. We're just trying to help. And, and they, I mean, they really shut us down pretty hard and pretty fast. Um, For anybody who, that's what, I don't know, it's just for anybody to deny help, especially at this point, it's been almost 11 years, you know, and things, things have gotten quiet. So to, you know, kind of unearth this case, and bring it back to the light. I mean, who doesn't want that? You know? I don't know. That's a great idea. You know, if you... It's been so long, and nobody's been able to find anything, being able to find Dana and find what happened. And that's that's all that we want to do. We just want to help. And so you can imagine our surprise when... When we sent the first message and, and they were like, nope. Wow. And, you know, we, we've hit a lot of no thanks or a lot of people not responding and, and you know, don't, do not contact me and, and things like that. And we, wow. we have said from the beginning that it doesn't make sense if you want to find her, Absolutely. then you would take any kind of help. And, you know, we, th- this is our first our first podcast. Um, and so this is our first time doing this. And right. so I know, you know, it's really discouraging. <laughs> it, it can be. <laughs> it's, it's, 
roadblock after roadblock. <laughs> it can sure. be, but it's, I know that we have a lot of people who listen to this, you know, people that, that we're friends with or even our family. And, sure. and the, all that we're doing is trying to get as many people to listen and as many right. people, like you had said earlier, see it through their eyes because everybody sees things different and everybody picks up things that we may not pick up. So, you know, that that's all that we want to do. And, you know, it is possible. And, and I will say that, you know, that, that it's possible. I mean, I, I just, I don't want, I don't want it to come across like I am just picking on them. You know what I mean? That, that's not the case. You know, it, there's just so much that makes me so uncomfortable with the whole situation, you know? And uh, so many things that just, I don't know. The way that they acted to begin with, and, and I remember, you know, they were the ones to call us and tell us that Dana was missing. And they wanted to know if they should call and report it or if we should, which was really weird. Like, well, I mean, you know, technically y'all are a family, so um, maybe you should call to report it. And we're like, you're the last one here, you need to call, you know. And uh, but from, from the very beginning, they made it sound very bleak. It was never like, hey, you know, Dana didn't show up. Have you seen her? No one ever asked us that. No one ever asked, have you seen her heard from Dana? They didn't ask my older sister, who was a lot closer with Dana in the more recent years. Um, I don't know. I, I just, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I lost where I'm at. <laughs> oh, you're absolutely fine. Uh, I, I don't see the point of sugarcoating anything. It's not going to help her. People need to be honest about, you know, about her life and about, her, said from the beginning you know to us we don't care what you did but if you if anyone has information and it's it's not straightforward it's not blunt it's not what it was really like you know that's not gonna help absolutely not it's not and you know and i i don't like the idea of finding out about you know some of her issues or addictions or whatever, but I, you know, there's such a stigma behind uh, people who are addicts, and I just, I wish that that stigma could be broken, you know, 
And, I mean, of course, we know that, you know, crime is associated with drug use and whatnot. But, um, they know she, she'd only been in trouble, I believe, for shoplifting, I think, one time. If I, if I remember, I, I, I know that it was on, I remember it was on case that, um, I think that she might have stolen stuff from Walmart, I think. And I, and I think that it was definitely good. Uh, it seems like it was like diapers stuff like that but um, you know that was as far as I know that was the only trouble she ever got when she was on but, but um, more than anything we just wanted her to come home want to be able to to put her to rest and I, and I believe I really do believe that if we can just find her, that there is going to be something evident that leads us to truth. So we do. I think, you know, forensics today, they're amazing. I think that if we can just find her, we can get the answer. But even if we don't, at least she'll be home. I'm sorry, I think you cut out, but I think what I kind of heard you say was if we can find her, we can get answers. Yeah, that's right. Okay. If we find her, then, you know, we can get answers, and forensics these days are incredible, you know? Um, But even so, I mean, even if we don't get answers, if we have her home, then at least she's home, you know, and we can... I think that we would be better if she was just home, you know? Yeah. I hope that people can see her the way that we see her. You know, she was very special. And uh, she she deserves so much more than the life that she had and, and the... Um, suffering that she's endured her whole life. Um, and then, you know, to come to a tragic end, like we believe she may have, you know, uh, she just, she didn't deserve it. I agree. If you have any other questions, feel free to call me. Okay. Um, and if you want to ask questions or just whatever, feel free to call or text me anytime. Okay. Thank you. No problem. Greatly appreciate that. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to you soon. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye. So the announcement that we wanted to make is regarding a post from our Missing in Missouri Facebook page. For those of you who have yet to follow us, for those of you who may have missed it who are following us, we just wanted to let you know that there are more than just Zach and I who work on especially the social media part of Missing in Missouri. That's a big part of it. (laughs) Yeah. So Charlie introduced herself and, you know, her and this other person, they really help us a lot with that, with the social media. <laughs> yes, they do. Uh, and, you know, they do a lot of other engagements like moderations, creating scheduled content and things like that. And they're 
Honestly, they're amazing. They're awesome. Our second announcement is that this episode will be the final episode for 2019. You know, we will also, before Zach and I kind of step away for a few weeks and take a break and work on things more behind the scenes, you know, we'll post the articles that we have. We will have those up and they should be up by this evening if they're not already up. But, you know, holidays are coming up. Zach and I both, like we've mentioned before, have full-time jobs ourselves. And, you know, holidays, family, work, it it gets a little crazy this time of year, I think, for everybody. A lot crazy. Well, and Charlie's good. You know, if, if you need to get a hold of us through our social media, she will pass that on to us. Definitely. And you'll definitely get a response and we we will definitely get your message. Yeah. And we want to thank all of you for listening, for all the support because without you guys, you know, we wouldn't be here. Yeah. We and we really wouldn't. So we really appreciate this and we really enjoy doing this. And this is just a break. We will be coming back. Like Morgan said, we're kind of going to be working behind the scenes on some stuff and following up on some leads and stuff like that and just going back through and re-examining some things. Agreed. Our social media will still be active. There will still be posts about other cases and things like that, like normal. But it's just kind of a, a stepping away break moment, I think, for everybody. But like Zach said, don't think that we've given up because we haven't. No. You know, there's still plenty more that we have to do. Oh, yeah. So, and that, I mean, so it's not like we're using this time to just set it down. We are still working. It's just, we won't be posting any new episodes for probably about five weeks or so until after the first of the year. Yeah. But after that, game on again. Hell yeah. Okay. Well, we hope that you guys have a fun and safe holiday. Happy Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas. Be safe. Be warm. I'm Zach. And I'm Morgan. And this is Missing in Missouri.